The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us with the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. Happy Saturday, everyone. I'm Sam McBride. I'm here with two of my favorite blondes, Kristen Holstrom and our newest attorney. We are very excited to have you here, Brittany Van Veen. And Brittany is not only a brilliant attorney, she is the newest attorney on our Orange County Custody Queens team. Uh, She actually takes cases all over Southern California, but Orange County is where she has been for the last several years. And anyone that gets a consult or hires Brittany as, you know, part of our Custody Queens team, you are one lucky client. That is absolutely right. So before we uh, sort of, as me and Kristen call it, interrogate We're going to break her in hard and fast. <laughs> as quick as possible. We are going to do a little segment called Notes to Our Younger Self. And don't worry, Brittany, I'm going to put Kristen in the hot seat first, which is what I like to do best. All right. Ready, Kristen? I'm putting you in the hot seat. Notes to your younger self, you first. All right. And You're give not- us something good. Okay, you know, I usually have these really profound epiphanies and and such solid advice, but you know, I've I've had many years to come up with that and to look backwards. Um, But you know, I'm kind of relearning some of these lessons with my kid, my kids. And one of those things is I used to, you know, play sports and I would get home pretty late. I used to play soccer in Huntington Beach the time I got home it was like 10 10 30 at night so a lot of times I would go to bed without washing my face and taking a shower every <laughs> night and you know that was just a really bad habit I am much better now I don't want anyone to make an assumption you know on hygiene or anything like no, that Kristen doesn't smell I can vouch for her <laughs> I go but it was really hard to change as I got older and you know, I'm trying to force my daughter after a tournament telling her she needs to shower before school. And it made me remember the other day that, you know, sometimes you're just too tired and you just wanna go home and go to bed. But it's not a good habit to start at a young age. Cause then when you're older, you gotta break that habit. So if it, you're wondering, if you're Chris- wondering after you go to sports and you come home, you should really, you know, get in a habit of showering immediately after. So that way, when you're an adult, you don't have to recreate the wheel. So Kristen is recommending at least one shower a day for everyone out there. <laughs> yes, but you don't have to wash your hair every day because that is really bad for hair, especially for hair extensions. And one of our producers actually taught me that you could just wash like the top of your hair, you know, where your just layers are. Wash. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. What a life-saving uh, little tip. So yeah, make sure you shower after sporting events. You know, it's not good to get into bed with out taking a shower and uh, you don't have to wash your hair every day. I can usually get four days out of my hair, three with a little quick wash on the banks. I'm a week. I'm a one week. For your hair? Once a week. Oh, I am so jealous. I'm a Saturday washer. I'm ready for the weekend. I started out clean, ready to go. 
and we just ride it all the way through the week. I am so jealous because that's actually really good for your hair because I used to wash my hair every single day. And then when you get extensions and your hair is and you have kids, it is almost impossible to do it. And there's no time for me in the morning. So I'm jealous of you, Brittany. Now, to be clear, that doesn't mean my hair is done every day. We're definitely riding a top knot into the weekend. Well, that's what I say. But you, can get, you can get away with it down for two days, dry shampoo on the third day, fourth day, it's either in a messy bun or a pony. That's the number one sign that I'm on like day four. That's fabulous. I just, I stay greasy. I just <laughs> slick that thing back into a bun and call it a day. But Sam also has hair that she can get out of the shower and just brush it and it dries completely straight. Oh yeah, stick straight though, but like stringy straight, not like the cute straight. But yeah, it's so straight. But that's a perfect example that you always want what you don't have because I have good volume in my hair, but when I go to bed with wet hair and I do a loose braid and I put my silk cap on my hair, just like my hairdresser told me, I still wake up with an absolute fro. My grandma used to tell me that if I ate the crust on bread, that I would get curls. You know what's funny? My grandma told me that if I ate the crust off the bread, I could whistle. <laughs> that crust does a lot. I'm gonna go home and eat some crust. We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrop. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, Brittany, you're up. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to go the little bit more serious route. And the thing I would have told myself or the note I would give to my younger self is that so I'm an, I tend to be a more, I don't want to say anxious person, but I like to think through every single scenario. And someone told me once that when you, when you act like that, when you're anxious or you overthink situations, you're worrying about something twice because you're worrying about the what if, and then if it does actually come to fruition, you're worrying about it again. So don't worry twice, worry about it when it comes and handle it when it comes. Don't spend your time worrying about all the little what ifs because life will keep throwing them at you and no matter how much you try to prepare you can't we love that because we talk a lot about you know i deal with anxiety on a personal level a professional level and we've been super open with that and we've had therapists on and we've tried to provide people with tools but it's right it's kind of like waiting for doctor's results and in your head, you've Googled, you've diagnosed yourself with everything under the sun and you've worried every single day waiting for those results. And then those results, no matter what the results say, they're generally not as bad with what you've come up with in your head. And I'm a person that I worry, but then when you get the answers you need, it's like, okay, how do I deal with this? I always say the unknown is so, the fear is so much worse than actually knowing. Yeah. But I love that. So do I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback on that a little bit. I'm gonna say that something that I've done too is just overanalyze everything. And I did it a lot when I was a child. And I think one of the most helpful things for me was to write it down. Whether you're writing it down because you're like journaling and getting it you know, off your chest that way, or there's some future thing that you need to do. For me, it's been really helpful. Like if you have a list and you write it down, even if you kind of never circle back to it, it allows you to have 
some like independence from your brain, I guess would be the best way for me to put it. Yeah, lists are amazing. I wish I did them way more often. I usually only check a few things off the list, but I do agree that just minimizing it to the list takes some of the worry out of your brain. And parents remember that your kids mimic what they see from you. So my daughter, even though she's only eight, I started noticing at about six and a half that, you know, she, I don't, I, I don't know that I want to call it anxiety, but she definitely see, I, I can see it in her eyes and her face when she's uncomfortable or stressful situations. And she would ask me for her stress ball. She, you know, wanted to touch me and I saw it get pretty bad. And I was like, is she learning this from me? Is, is the way I handle stress in front of her sometimes making her feel this way? You know, and that's what we do as parents. We always wonder what we're teaching our kids, but just remember that your kids mimic you. They learn from what you do, not just from what you say. I'm not saying don't have anxiety or depression or any of those mental health issues, but just remember that your kids may not be of age to process what they see. And trust me, we are all human people. I say things that I walk and I call Sam and I'm like, I totally just said something that I would never want my clients to say to kids. But that's, it's parenting. That's human. That's, we, we cannot be perfect or on all the time. So give yourself a little bit of grace and try to do it a little bit less. Well put. So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, Brittany. So let's get into all things Brittany. Hit me, me, baby, one One more time. time. Uh, But now Brittany's the better Brittany. So we have a new Brittany. We're (laughs) sorry, Brittany Spears, we're over you. Uh, Not really. We'll never be over Brittany. Kristen's looking at me. Somebody needs to go look at this film because I I think I don't have a job at the end of the show the way Kristen's looking at me. What I'm thinking is I think Brittany Van Veen, our newest custody queen, her Instagram is far more level-headed and has a lot less of dances with her hands in her belt loops, you know, flipping her pants down a little bit. Significantly less. I still love Britney. Pretty Spears, we love you. If you ever want to be on our show, just give us a little, you know, DM. But uh, yeah, you are the newest Britney in our lives. So tell us about yourself, Britney. Well, I have been an attorney for coming up on eight years. All eight of those years have been in family law. Uh, I've practiced, uh, as the lady said, all over Southern California. I started out in San Diego, which is where I went to law school. Uh, I have been practicing in Orange County uh, primarily for the last, gosh, going on going on seven years. But I also have experienced Riverside County, uh, San Bernardino County, LA County, kind of all over the place. Um, I am one of those, I think, rare people that always wanted to be an attorney. And when I say always, I mean, I was like five telling people like, I know I want to be in litigation, but what kind? Uh, I wanted wanted to be a cartoon, (laughs) like not, not draw cartoons, like be a cartoon. That's what I wanted to be when I was five. I thought I could like legitimately be a cartoon. Become one. Like Mickey Mouse. Like I thought that was a person. Yeah, I wanted to be an attorney from a young age. I think five, not not five, but you know, my dad taught me to walk around saying, I'm Kristen, I have blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm bitching. Don't even know if I can say that on the radio, but that was what my dad had taught me. But I think I was about 12. 
But I knew I wanted to be an attorney, but definitely not as young as Brittany. <laughs> I went straight from uh, Pink Power Ranger to attorney. There was so Kim, very little Kim? Kimberly. Yeah. Mm. Oh yes. I was I was the Kimberly of every friend group, which is that annoying kid that's like, no, I'm going to be the pink ranger. Anybody else who wants to play with me has to be yellow. You no, know, that's <laughs> so funny because I was just gonna say I was always bullied into being the yellow. <laughs> I was the yellow power. There are two friends in every group. There are. And then I was the friend that went up and said, you're the green one. You're the blue one, you're the red one, and I'm whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was the yellow Power Ranger, and you know my friend Kelsey, she was the pink one. Like, there was no ifs, ands, or buts, so I was definitely the yellow. Yeah, no, in reality, I think I was the one that said, well, whatever's left, I'll take that, you That's, know, because I was a people pleaser at a very young age. That is funny. I love that. Hashtag re recovering people pleaser. <laughs> We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrop. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. So that's a little bit about my professional life. Outside of that, uh, I am a huge animal lover, just obsessed. I have two dogs and a cat and- Chickens? I, not yet. You know, my husband, we go on about this because our, our, I've researched where we live, the lot size requirements to have a chicken coop. And we are just shy of it. And I tell him all the time, okay, we're gonna have at least 10,000 square feet because I'm gonna have a chicken coop. It's the it's next coming. step. That's how you, like it's, I think there's levels in loving animals and that's like an, another level. Yeah. Is the next step is the chicken coop. It's we, coming. We had a guest recently that was on our show and her name was Dr. Charlotte, but she had chickens amongst other animals. She's a big animal, a big animal advocate as well. But she had chickens named Sam and Pam, which is what Sam's dog's name. Yeah, oh. Pam, my dog's name's Pam. Dynamic duo. Are any of your dogs named Sam? No, okay. sadly. <laughs> but, you know, an opportunity for the future. Exactly. Well, what kind of dogs do you have? So I have a dog that is a Pekingese. He's my old man. He is just turning 11 in November. And then I have a half Husky, half Belgian Malinois. Wow, so and she is 100% crazy. She is. <laughs> we just decided, hey, you know, what if we took the most stubborn dog and we just like mixed it with probably the smartest dog there is. There you and go. Just is she big? See what happens. She's not. She's only like 60 pounds, so she's pretty small. Okay, it's not too big. But she is really smart, too smart. Is she feisty? She is. I mean, she has to be. She's she's my fur child. I was just going to say, she, she takes after <laughs> her mama. She's got my attitude, my poor husband. Has to deal with us isn't all. Isn't that funny how our dogs kind of take over our personalities? Like Sam's dog, Pam, she hunts birds. Not just hunts them, she takes them out. Ready yes, for I'm it. not also a murderer, but my dog loves to eat uh, lizards. I'm sorry again, stepdad, but she ate the family pet. She's a blonde wiener dog, and she just like she's very true to her instinct. She's a badger hunter, um, and she's cute as can be. But we joke that um, that they didn't breed her for her personality; they bred her for her looks. So and then, that's and then funny Pam, that you brought that up. And then Pam brings them to her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Here, mom. Here's her reward. Yeah, she stays eating lizards. 
So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, I have a question. So you knew you wanted to be an attorney from the age of five, which is very, very impressive. Did you know, when did you know that you wanted to be a family law litigator? So I always was kind of torn. I remember being like in high school and middle school and being like, you know, I really am interested in family law and criminal law. And I'm not really sure which way I'm gonna go. And in law school, I did, I spent some time in the district attorney's office, kind of getting the feel for it right after my first year. And then after my second year was when I decided to try, let's see what family law is like. So I started interning at a solo practitioner's office, uh, doing family law, just kind of barely dipping my toes and thought it was just gonna be a summer gig and ended up staying at that same office all the way through the end of my first year of practice. So it was the second I started, you know, working with clients and and meeting people, you know, in in this difficult part of their life and and helping them through it, there was no looking back. Yeah, we always say that being a family law attorney is so much more than just being an attorney. You're a a friend at times, you're a therapist at times, you're an educator at times. And if you're doing your job well, you're bringing all of these things together and allowing someone to move on and hopefully not need you again. Yeah, I think the term counselor at law comes to play, comes into play a lot more in family law. You know, it's funny, I never thought of that, but that is very, very true. All right, well, what has been your most challenging aspect of being a family law litigator? Has it been trial? Has it been the emotional aspect? Has it been the clients? I love trial, so it's definitely not trial. I would be in court every single day doing a trial if I could, if I could have my way. Uh, I think the most difficult part is you're really, you're seeing some of the best people that are really going through the worst times in their lives and navigating that and trying to to help people through this this ultimate you know low point or what I call your left turn in life. So I I use this expression, I got it from a friend of mine that, you know, you're going down this path of what your life is and what you envision and what you plan for yourself. And eventually you're gonna hit this this left turn and you're not not always gonna see it coming. And now you're veered onto a different path than what you had expected. There's so many levels to what we do in family law because it's not just, you know, the problem that they're there for, but it's the whole, way that they've pictured their life and their future. And so it's really difficult to, you know, I'm very empathetic and I take on people's, I think, emotions more than I should at times. It's something, it's one of my boundaries sometimes I have to work on, but I, I, when I meet a client, I meet someone who's going through something so difficult, it's hard not to feel the feelings that they're feeling and, and I might want to help them and and figure out the best course. I mean, it's it's difficult, but I, I tell my clients and it's the thing I tell myself is that I'm meeting them here at the beginning at this, this awful point and we're going to close a chapter and we're gonna open a new one. And that's what I try to tell myself is, and tell them over and over is that eventually we'll close this bad chapter and we'll be in a better chapter. 
We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. I know someone else that is very, very empathetic and thinks very similar to you. She's sitting to your left. Uh, and, and you guys remind me so much of each other when I was doing the interview with that's you. That's funny. Brittany reminds me of you. As, you know, that's, oh, that she's the perfect mix. Uh, you know, I've had many therapy sessions over not allowing my clients' problems to consume my life and become my problems. And that doesn't mean I don't care about my clients' cases or their problems, but it also means that I have to separate my personal life with my professional life. And that is not easy, folks. Anyone in a profession that deals with, you know, public service at any level, being a teacher, being a doctor, being a nurse, you know, you see people at their lowest point. And it's very similar for what we do. And it has taken me a long time to be able to say, this isn't my problem per se, and I have to have boundaries that are healthy, but at the same time, I wanna get this person out of this chapter because it's not healthy for anybody. Yeah, and I think it's a good problem to have though, of the problems. I think too often the attorneys that, and, and it's not to knock other colleagues in our industry, but too often you see burnout, you see um, people that you just really don't feel are trying to make the right choices. We want to advocate zealously for our clients, but we also want to help them make the right choices for their family and their future. So um, I, I think it's a good problem to have. I agree. I remember one of my uh, first couple of years of being an attorney, there was an attorney out in the hallway, you know, screaming his client's name because he had never met her, never talked to her. My guess is he hadn't even reviewed the pleadings that were on calendar for that day. And he walked by me and he was screaming, you know, Susan, Susan, anyone know Susan? And I remember thinking someone is paying very good money per hour for this attorney that is so far the opposite of being invested in their case that it I mean I was at, I was appalled by that you know you if you're not talking to your attorney prior to going to court or settlement conferences or even just on a regular basis that doesn't mean every day it doesn't mean every month you know one of the things that Sam and I have had to work on is is not being so accessible all the time, like answering calls at two in the morning, which I used to do. I now put my phone on silent between the hours of 11 and six. Uh, and I know Sam, you know, is is trying to get there. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there is two very different extremes. You also don't want an attorney that is so enmeshed in your life and your case that that attorney is not able to see things through an unbiased opinion. Sure. So in a nutshell, call the custody queens. You can call us at 1-800-419-7772. You can also go to our website at custodyqueens.com. You can fill out a form where you can talk to Sam, Brittany, or myself. All three of us uh, actually do the conferences with you. You, you, 
you get assigned to an intake specialist. They just take some information and then you get set on our calendars. So everybody listening, make sure you call Brittany. You heard her say she loves trials and she'd love to be in trial every single day. And I want to make that dream come true. So do I, Brittany. <laughs> we are here for you to make that your, your new reality. <laughs> and she thinks I'm joking. <laughs> I hope she's not. <laughs> so maybe your marriage didn't go as planned or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. Well, okay, so let's do a quick listener email then. Let's do it. Before we wrap up the show. Yeah, so Brittany, I'm going to ask you. So Regina from Mission Hills wrote in. Hey, Queens, love the show. I was just curious, how do you recover after concluding a long trial? Do you do anything in particular? Thanks, ladies. I'll be listening every Saturday morning. You start, Brent. <laughs> trial is exhausting in a way that is very difficult to explain. I try to tell my husband the ways in which I'm tired. I'm mentally tired. I'm physically tired. I'm emotionally drained. It's, you know, you're doing a million things at once. So my initial is always just how can I completely unplug and relax? That's usually a bubble bath. It may be a glass of wine, uh, maybe a couple, depending. Girl of our heart. (laughs) It's usually just a, a focus initially on relaxing and getting centered again. And then it's a, it's a twofold because then usually if you're in a big trial, you've been preparing with your client, you've been going over exhibits and, and actually in court. So it's a lot of legwork that goes into trial prep, which means, you know, maybe extra hours away from home, away from my husband, away from my animals. So usually we try to plan something fun. We, we like to take our dogs out on hikes. Um, we like to, anything outdoors really, or fun with the dogs, we like to, to do something as our little family unit to kind of spend some time together and recharge a little bit. Yeah, I think you're 100% our doppelganger because you just, like Sam and I looked at each other when yeah. you said the first two things and I was like, bubble bath, my girl. <laughs> we know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrup. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. That brings up an interesting point, though. How would you describe trial, Kristen? I was just sitting here thinking, how (sighs) would I describe trial? You know, it is a stress that it's even hard to describe. And the way that I try to explain it to my husband is... It's generally very long awaited because getting a trial date is very hard to do in California and it's and it's generally piecemeal piecemealed. So you get four hours here, three hours there, and if you're lucky, you'll get a couple days in a row. But even a full day at trial is only like six hours. So it, it's it's it is long overdue and it's very stressful to the point that you're waking up at two in the morning going, did, did, did I file that motion? Did my paralegal call the client? Did did I tell that police officer to be at the right courthouse? And that happens multiple times throughout the night. So not only are you waking up multiple times a night, you're, you're living off adrenaline. That's the way I describe it. And so when I come home, I sometimes I have to tell my husband, hey, I need a night to myself. 
I love you, I love the kids, but I really, really need to decompress. And I cannot do that being a mom and a wife right now. Yeah, the bubble it, bath, you know that's my jam. Oh, and I know. A massage. She said bubble bath, I was like, there AC, we go. crank down the AC as low as it'll go. I actually just recently burned out my AC because I was running it at 69. Not supposed to do that when it's 105. Um, but yes, bubble bath, glass of wine, good deep tissue massage to the point where they're like walking on you or you know elbowing you to where you feel bruised. Uh, and Brittany nailed it. I mean, just uh, getting outdoors. I usually do that the second day. The first night is like, <sighs> you know. But I mean, Sam, you just finished a big one. So, or actually, it's not, not even over. done yet. <laughs> um, I think the way I describe it though is it's like jet lag. Yeah. Like where you're just kind of out of it, little like brain fog because you've had too much tunnel vision and you're tired, but sleep doesn't make you recharged. And it's almost like you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself a little bit. Like you're just. I skipped the mirror. You're I so skipped, you're I so robotic. I recommend a lot of Botox. We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrup. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. You know, I, I think all three of us think alike. And, you know, I'm not going to toot our own horns, but we're definitely three very qualified attorneys. And we are here for you guys. I'll toot it. Toot, toot. <laughs> Confident women. Is the, I mean, there's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And we were so excited to share Brittany with you guys today. She will be a recurring guest on our show for everyone listening. If you want to ask Brittany a question, personal, professional, or if you want to know what her next chicken will be, then go <laughs> ahead and feel free to send us a DM on our social media feeds or fill out a form on custodyqueens.com or custodyqueens.com on air.com and uh don't worry if you didn't get enough britney today we will have her back very soon and uh thank you guys for joining us today it was so fun and it went by so fast and remember let love rule thought it was love had kids in between you can count on us with the custody The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal, professional legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.